Hello and welcome back to another episode of Insatiable Investigators. I am your detective Venti. And I'm your detective extreme player. And today we're gonna talk about health. Health. Yeah, you know, you a... know I'm not that good with health, yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm not really that good either, but you know, it's just uh, it's something that's very general to talk about. Because huh. like, if you talk about health, it's like it's not really just like one thing. It's actually a lot of things, uh, such as like food, or like living standards of people and daily activities of what uh, people yes. should be doing and stuff. Yeah. I mean, if you sum it up, you're basically left with diet, exercise, and whatever you do during the day. Basically, I don't yeah. know if there are any additional factors to that, but mainly I think it's just these three. Those are like the main three, but for sure we will dive into something a bit more deeper in this podcast. Well, we'll have to see. Uh, by the way, a quick summary, real quick. Um, yeah. We have just exited the Urban Legends arc, so we are back with general topics. So if you want to listen to our four episode, I believe four episode long Urban Legend arc, you can go ahead and check that out on our previous stuff. As well as, well, you can listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, all that beautiful stuff, or check out our channel, which you should be on when you're watching this, but hey, more power to you, I guess. So with that said... <laughs> Onto the general topics of health. Health. <laughs> Alright, so, of course, I'm pretty sure you've heard of the saying, health is wealth, right? Yeah, I'd say it's partly that, because, well, well there are different parts, I guess. <laughs> different different parts. parts, I guess, so yeah. I mean, okay, well, you see, because of that, you know, like, health is very important. It's uh, something that pretty much makes you live, makes you feel alive, because... The moment you do something wrong with your health, if it starts to deteriorate or stuff, you know, you become weak and you're not able to actually like do things that you maybe want to actually do. And you feel powerless because it's just something uh, that's actually like quite important to you, like for your well-being. And for me personally, I've been suffering with asthma for quite a while since childhood actually yeah i think i think it was like back then when it was like one or two years after we met since like well i kind of really figured out you had to take asthma medicine yeah i had to take i had to take go an ins- inhaler yeah the, think, yeah, yeah. The, in- the insulin inhaler yeah yeah i had to use that a lot in the past and it kind of sucks as a kid you know you know how like when you when we're kids you're very active and stuff you'd always like to go around and run around and stuff uh, yes the energetic arc of our lives <laughs> that's probably the only time you're, you're gonna feel very very energetic to do stuff but um well unluckily for me I wasn't really able to go through my full potential or like, or or like re- reach my limit of like being wild and stuff. Uh, yes, childhood. The time where you're basically justified for most things, I guess, because you're a child. <laughs> because, you know, I'd be a bit envious to like seeing like other kids being able to like run around the playgrounds and like I actually see them doing like really heavy breathing or anything. Whereas for me, if I do anything a bit too insane, there'll be a time where Mm -hmm. I'd have to actually try and stop for a while and like just catch my breath and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that does limit your options by a lot. I mean, horror films are definitely out of question. (laughs) There's that. Imagine all the heavy breathing you had to do if you were going to watch one of those. Oh, that's just... uh... 
Yeah, so, you know, that's one thing about uh, what, like, what happened with asthma. Other things would also be stuff like uh, when you have to do a PE exams, for example, you know? Uh, yes, of course. Like, that. if you're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to, like, run around laps and stuff, and if you can't do well, you're gonna end up with a poor grade. Of course, I mean, there are times where I'm sure the school would, like, send out a form asking if you have like any chronic diseases or like any like uh, breathing problems or whatever and that you'd have to like sign your name and confirm whatever it is that you have right. thing is the thing is for me though i i never really signed or like said that i have asthma or anything so, i kind of i kind of just like let it go and say that i don't actually have any why why do you do that <laughs> i don't know it's just because i feel like if i do that you know like i feel I'd feel limited to do things and that's the one thing that I don't actually want to be like I don't I don't want to feel like I'm being limited to do stuff like I actually want to do a lot of things and you know like PE being probably the only like really really interesting lesson at school you'd right. think you'd think that you want to like you know like be sure to like fulfill and be able to like make the most out of it because I'm sure other subjects are not going to like give you the same vibe or energy as PE. Well, it is a completely different experience, I suppose. So, I mean, yeah. if you want to if exercise, you can. But, I mean, asthma is definitely going to be a huge hit onto that. So, yeah, <laughs> I can see that being a huge problem. I mean, I've actually sort of overworked like this one time in, in, in high school where I like, I went full speed. I ran around the school full speed and I did like two laps right. and uh, I, I literally felt like I was about to die <laughs> when I when I like finished. It was, wow. uh, yeah. yeah. Quite, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of like a inner initial kind of debuff, kind of like some sort of base debuff. It's like, oh, you have this disease now. Um, good luck living. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, having base debuffs or chronic diseases are just kind of gives you like this obstacle, I guess. Just limits your options, really. So, I mean, if you really insist on doing like the stuff that is against your debuff, it's gonna be costly in a sense. So, I mean, it, it would be frustrating, that's for sure. It'll be frustrating to that if you really want to do something, but your chronic disease is just like, nope, if you do that, you die. <laughs> like, so, well, let me just stop you right yeah. there. You yeah, can't I'm just go stop you right there. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but chronic diseases are just terrible, yeah. more or less. So it I sucks. Mean, it sucks. Pretty much. But I mean, there are multiple levels. Obviously, chronic diseases. Of course, there are those times where it's just like you have regular sickness. But I mean, some of those times I actually just power through it. So we're gonna quickly switch back to like just your standard illnesses. So say, how many times do you did you have fevers, as you can recall? Fevers. Huh. Yeah, just standard fevers, colds. You know the common stuff. If I were to say like throughout my whole life, I think I only had that when I was younger, and it'd probably be only about like five times. Yeah, uh, that seems fair enough. I think yeah. I, I think I also have the similar sort of range there. All right, I did fall sick once or twice, I guess, during high school, but not, well, that wasn't that many times. But yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm just slightly reached over the fever limit. I'm going to call a day off. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, as long as I can justify it with a 
doctor's letter, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take the holiday. Mm. Sometimes I do that, but uh, yeah. Sometimes it's just like, especially early on, it's like, uh, sometimes I just power through my fever. Because this one time, it was like back in primary one when I was still, when we were still studying in the same primary school, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember that exam where I got second place overall? I don't, I don't, I don't recall that, I don't recall that. Uh, I recall it very dearly because of the second place thing. Yikes. Um, Right, so I wasn't in my full power technically, right? Because I was, I had the fever while I was taking that those exams. Damn. Okay. <laughs> so I basically powered through the entire thing through a fever, and I got second. And apparently, it was this one question that screwed me up. Um, how many times do you brush your teeth in a day? Twice. Now, see, here's the thing: there is no twice. As an option for the multiple question, multiple answers question there. Wait, what? <laughs> so you know what I answered? What did you answer? Three times. The answer? Guess the answer. What was the answer? Once. Once. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. I guess I guess brushing during lunch is the thing. I guess. And therefore, I got second place. I don't know. Kind of like one of those mildly infuriating kind of things that I have. Because of that of one course, question. Damn. Yeah. But Damn. I mean, I, I mean, I did do that during a fever, so... Oh, well. It is well, what it f- is. To be fair, you, you, I mean, you were, you were sick, but you were still doing the papers, so... It was like one of those innate talent kind of things, but then, well... As it, as it goes on, it's just like, sometimes I do get the buff. It's like, whenever I have an, almost a fever, I do get a buff somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably a match of kiss or something like that. It's like, the more <laughs> I get sick, the more powerful I actually get. But oh well. It is what it is. It is what it is. And it is what it is. Well, I mean, academics, I could probably talk about on different episodes, but no, that'll be it for now. It's just like, these kind of fevers, sometimes they do kind of just kind of inhibit me sometimes they do buff me but depends on the situation got it still have to take care of yourself because otherwise if you still power through it you're probably not gonna like the next following days so yeah that's pretty much it that's my little side story with common illnesses i suppose <laughs> i personally can't relate to chronic uh, chronic diseases but i do sympathize with them because well i mean yeah, it's kind of like it's a debuff <laughs> it's a debuff, man. It's a debuff you can't remove. I mean, no, probably getting in no, the late time. It's crazy, though. It's crazy, though, because actually, like, there are, there are some people that told me that that they had asthma, right. and for some magical reason, they don't have it anymore. And I'm, <clears throat> and I'm over here just looking at them thinking, like, what? Like, like how, how is that possible, like? that they have it but then now it's gone and apparently they actually told me that the way they did it was that they just pushed themselves to like do more i mean in a sense yeah i could see that happening it's just like i feel like asthma would be a little bit easier you know i mean cancer is much harder to treat that's for sure it's possible to treat but it's much difficult cancer is (laughs) sometimes it's just lethal a a, a bit a bit different (laughs) a bit yeah i think it's i think it's a different level yeah but the idea here is that chronic illnesses some are light enough relatively like uh well asthma I suppose you can train that so that you can train your lungs to be like, nope, don't you dare fail on me. Power <laughs> through it, will you? Please, and like, just sometimes open, it does work. Open the holes, just <laughs> the air holes, that, please. Right, right. <laughs> just 
Yeah, gotta open up your bronchitis just because. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gotta gotta practice your lungs, I guess. I mean, to be fair, I feel I, I feel like I have I have tried. I mean, I have done that. Probably didn't do often enough. But I guess it's probably just not not enough, huh? I guess it's just not enough. Just make sure someone's actually looking looking over you, because otherwise, if you do uh, end up, you know, getting hit on the knee by an arrow, well, at least someone will be there for you. Yeah. Just... Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but I mean, for now, it's like you don't really have too much of an option because remember, we're basically on masks. We're ha- we have basically a lot of conditions, a lot of restrictions. Where it's like, yeah, you can go down to play football, but I mean, how many people are gonna play with you? Probably not too much. So. I mean, the court right now is already taken as well, so there's just there's no way I can play football. I mean, for <laughs> you, yeah, definitely. Plus, you did say before that you didn't like running, so that's not an option. Yeah. I mean, unless you do find like a running partner, I could I could volunteer, but <laughs> I mean, imagine running while talking. That's that's an idle thing, oh, and I don't phew. think I'd do that. <laughs> I could I could talk for a long time relatively if we're talking about videos or something like that. But during running, I probably focus on running and just listen to the music at best. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just listen to music whenever I do stuff. Like, I mean, like exercising and all that. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. mental it does help with your mental health sometimes. It helps you focus sometimes. That is, if you don't get too into the music, because if you do do that, then you're just gonna be stuck listening to the music instead. So. Don't get too, don't get any music that is too brainwashing. That's all. You could just put in some BGM if you want, but you know, don't put songs that are too addicting. Otherwise, it'll be in your head. You can't think of anything, and that would suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Back to the running subject. Did you know that I'm sure I was pretty good at running? I was. Was. But Let's not hear in the it. sense. <laughs> But the, but in the, not in the sense of like you know the 100 meter sprint or whatever. It was on the more longer periods of running. Ah okay okay. So I'm actually pretty good at stamina back in the day. I make it sound like I I did that 10 years ago, but at best <laughs> I was like uh, only several years ago. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty good at stamina back then. And when it comes to like running around like. Three, three to four loops around the school where I was in. I did it in pretty good time. I was like on the like the top quartile, I guess, in terms of my uh, class. Mm-hmm. So in terms of like these kind of like long distance kind of running where you had to pace yourself, I'm actually pretty good at it. And yeah, that also explains why I was pretty good at hiking when I compared to my other people and my team. Yeah. Yes, hiking. I was pretty good at stamina, but not now. <laughs> I don't. I don't really have that many methods to practice that stamina now. So, yeah, basically, I think I've nursed my stamina by like fifty percent. So, well, sucks to be me. <laughs> I mean, I probably would start catching up on my stamina training like uh, once it gets colder. Right now, it's just I feel like it's just too hot to continue. Uh, it, just it like is, for hiking. High. Yeah, basically stuff like that where it's like hiking or running or basically anything else is just like it's too hot i can't be bothered to do that maybe swimming but i f- think I, I pretty much forgot about it it's like it's like since like five years five years seven mm-hmm. years since i last been swimming really so i mean i probably had to relearn the entire thing but i mean if i do manage to do that perhaps i will come back to it but probably not this year <laughs> probably not this year next not year perhaps year. 
you know. <laughs> like, it does help with lung capacity and therefore stamina in a sense, so... Well, I'll give it a try next year, perhaps. But, uh, yeah. In terms of running, I only do long-distance long running. Also, the second criteria is that the lap must be large enough. Oh, yeah? Now, the reason why I said this is because I have been in a... Uh, in organization, let's just say, and their physical training exercise basically requires you to run 20 loops around like a volleyball court, basically mm. around that size, right? right? And as you know, the size of that volleyball court is pretty much very small. You know, it's kind of small, you have to take a lot of hard turns when you try to turn that area, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's because of that, I failed that test several times before I finally made it. I think I like failed like three times before I managed to do that. So, yeah. If you're oh, gonna wow. <laughs> get me to run pretty long, like run this many circles in like a very small area, please make the circle a bit larger, please. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts doing those sharp turns. I cannot do gradual turns because the size is just too small. Okay. That's why you've been failing several times over. So, yeah, that's my little side trivia, I suppose, if you're interested in that. But yeah, I mean, I'll get to it. I'll get to exercising someday, maybe, perhaps. <laughs> well, because the one thing that I do with these kind of exercises as well, I mean, right now, the thing is, right, we're basically accustomed to working indoors at this point, you know, uh, online schools, online work. Basically, oh, yeah, everything sure. is done over the web. It's just like, now it's just like, you have much less of an incentive to go outside. So I'd say that's another reason why exercising in general just kind of goes down a little bit. I'm sure we have the Tokyo Olympics that did happen anyway. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's Yo, that. Pe- we don't... People are still watching it at home. Though, so. <laughs> yeah, it, it's okay. It's all, it's all right, I suppose. I mean, if you want to give some bit of hope, I guess, I guess that's the case, but I don't know. Olympics is kind of like starting to die down, if you ask me, but we won't get into the details because <laughs> we're here for about our health. Our yeah. health. Our <laughs> health. Not, not the health of athletes. They, they pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they do have some sort of training grounds for them to practice their uh, field of sports, so uh, we won't concern ourselves with that, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they just, they're like they're like freaking like superhumans, man. They train for years and stuff, so there's no way we can compare ourselves to them. You have those, right? But then you have China. China basically basically has a factory of them. A factory of them? Oh my god! Yeah, basically they're like they scout they scout these young children at like that very young age, and then they're like, okay, you're gonna practice this sport, get the gold medal, then you come back. <laughs> because yeah. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, some of the participants on the Olympics were like 12 to 14 years old. I'm like, man, bruh. Oh, dear lord. Calm your balls, man. You don't <laughs> you don't have to spend your first few decades of living just for sports. Calm down. Let yourself be 18 or something like that. You don't have to, like, splash it all into the Olympics. God. <sighs> so, yeah. Olympics <laughs> is kind of, like, broken at this point, honestly. I'm sure it'll be give you like a short-term boost, but then you also have like the planning and all that and what happens after the Olympics. Because if you do a bad job on the planning after Olympics, you're gonna feel like, well, Rio de Janeiro, but we won't talk about that. We don't talk Rio anymore. Well, I mean, in terms of health, of course, exercise is part of it, but another thing would be diets, right? Yes, diet. 
So, how many takeouts have you been doing? Um, actually, like, well, <clears throat> I would say recently, not, not, not as much as uh, back then. I would say, like, maybe about five, six months ago, I would always have a takeout every day. It'd either be McDonald's or just like you know kebab. Ah yes, the like, kebab. Yeah, the kebab and just like pizza or whatever. Like, let's just say, man, like half a year ago, I was eating like absolute crap. It was basically very bad because I was always out a lot. So whenever I, whenever I just you know see McDonald's or you know or all the other food, I just get, I get tempted, and I just say, you know what, screw it. Might as well just go and like have the food, you know, because what else can I do? But not gonna lie, I kind of regret doing that because let's just say like I might might have like gained a little a little bit, and not only that, but actually like the thing is when you um when you eat like bad food basically like right. just not healthy, it it doesn't just it doesn't just ruin like it doesn't ruin you physically. And it actually also mentally ruins you. You just feel like absolute crap every every day. And the worst part is at that time I wasn't even like doing that much exercise as well. So you can already just imagine like how bad it really is. Like the, yeah, just yeah, like just like if you were to just look at my health and everything. Yeah, it was just it wasn't it wasn't looking good at all. It was absolutely bad. I mean, for me, I'm I'm fortunate that my mom actually cooks most of the meals. We do do sometimes. Well, at least on Sundays we do have like morning eating or breakfast. Usually yeah. it's just brunch outside. And well, other than that, and the occasional fast food on Thursday nights. Well. It's mostly home cooked, so I mean, I gotta be thankful for that. But problem is, problem is, I still gain weight anyway. <laughs> well, I could blame myself for that because I haven't been doing too much exercise, so there's that to be concerned with. But still, um, carbs are a pain. At least my mom noticed, and it's like, okay, okay, I'm gonna cut off some carbs off the diet and just have the meat, have the veg. There you go. So, but rice yeah. is, rice and bread are just so good, man. <laughs> Yeah, they're delicious <laughs> they're, they're when just, you pair them correctly. You can't but resist, bro. <laughs> just, I'm not using that much energy in one go. I cannot, I cannot go through the carbohydrates, okay? <laughs> and that is basically why I basically don't have. I don't try. I try to stay away from carbs if I can, because well, I don't use that much energy. So why do I need the carbs? I mean, perhaps I'm if I'm exercising, but yeah, I'm not doing that much of it. So. Well, there you go. That's why I gained weight. Oof. Oof. Big oof right there. <laughs> so, there you go, everyone. Uh, keto's the thing. A keto diet's the thing. So, well, if you want to offer that, hey, have fun, I guess. And perhaps I'll stay, I'll keep to like a keto-ish kind of diet where it's like, I try to cut the carbs and then just, well, exercise actually, you know. But as you know, it's summer. It's hot. I can't be bothered to do it. Yeah, I could perhaps do it like late at night, but well... That's another different issue right there. So I'll press wait until it's colder and all that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll finally start hiking, start running, do the things I actually want to do on exercising. But for now, I think I'm on cool down. I need a break. It's too hot. <laughs> Help me. So there you go. That's that's diet. But I mean, I mean in terms of diet, I mean of course there are the stuff to be concerned with that. Well, I mean vegetables are technically fruit, vegetables and fruits technically have quite a lot of sugar in them, which is essentially another form of carbohydrates. So 
yeah. But then, but then those I mean, those those type of sugar they're healthy like, in a sense. They're, they're healthy, right? I mean, they're appropriate. They're relatively healthy, but well, they still are kind of like carbohydrates in an essence. They're easy to break down to turn into energy. Yeah. Now, then obviously the problem here is that if you can't convert that quickly, then well, it's also gonna be fat. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's really your way to take a balance because, I mean, the essential takeaway you're gonna have to take away from this is that your body consumes energies differently in different priorities. Yeah. First up, it's gonna eat up your carbohydrates first. So that means if you eat a bunch of rice, it's gonna go through that first. And then second, it'll go through your fat, your fats. So, well, you can take up those usual stuff, oil and skin, stuff like that. And then you have protein. Protein will be the last thing you're going to go through. But, well, if you build up enough muscle, those proteins are going to be very important anyway. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's I guess, the argument why keto is keto diets are a thing. So there's that. But yeah, if you don't go through your carbohydrates fast enough, you'll become fat. So that is yeah, that's yeah. true. That is true. Pain, pain. <laughs> so yeah, that's why carbs, man. Carbs are a curse. Help, but yeah, that's pretty much what I have to say of that. Really. Speaking of uh, speaking of like protein and all that, like the uh, muscles and whatever. I've actually uh, I've been like hitting the gym since late last year. Right. I think I would say in October. And so sometime last year. Yeah, yeah, some sometime around last year, October. And I've only, I've only I've only done like two months last year because since the um, the world the world problem thing got a little a little too um, well complicated. Yeah, it got a little a little too complicated out of hand here that they actually had to like close a gym for like a few months. So that sort of like ruined my momentum basically. But what I wanted to just say was. Um, that the the two months that I actually spent uh, going to the gym last year, right. I actually actually gained almost like five 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 to six kilos of uh, muscles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I actually don't know, but like that kind of seems a lot to me because I see people who would actually take a year to do that, and for me to be able to do that in just two months is a little is a little crazy actually. I mean, I mean, if you did enough training, then I and it also depends on the body, I guess, how your body's well, built. Yeah, I mean, I've joined a soccer team, school soccer team in uh, high school for for three years. Okay, yeah, I've I've, I've been in this, I've been in the soccer team for three years, and I've also right. like I've also like noticed how my thighs are actually pretty big, even though I honestly have never hit the gym to do my thighs. It's it's, it's always just been me playing soccer. And just doing like those, um, those like simple exercises where you just try to put just enough stress on your thighs to actually make it sore. Yeah. Huh. For me, it was my calves actually. You know, the, you know the lower half of your leg, right? Yeah. The calves. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was that, and I don't think it's because I did sports in school. Because in school, I only did the bare minimum, which was PE lessons. But I think it's because I've been walking quite a lot. Because here's the thing: uh, the school I was on was like in a sort of valley kind of thing, in a sort of base kind of thing, where it's like you had to walk, you had to walk a little bit for to reach the school from the MTR station. So depending on how I feel like it, I'd I'd go down the slope to go to school, or well, it's usually I walk from the school over to the entire station, which is like further down downhill. Right. But yeah, usually usually I suck 
attack my bag and it's actually much heavier than what it's than a normal student because I suck at packing and uh, yeah I think that was how I managed to train my stamina as well as how my calves are still buffed somehow till this day I mean that's pretty good they're good. still buff till this day. I haven't been exercising for quite a while. They're still buff. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, everyone. Six years of education does that to you. If you've been walking enough, at least. But yeah. At least something something did work out well. Somewhat. Somewhat, I guess. Some, <laughs> somewhat, yeah. I mean, otherwise I'd be spending like another extra, like, splashing another, another like three to four dollars just to take the minibus to head to the station. So I'd rather <laughs> not do that. But yeah. I mean, early on, it's like before high school. Before high school, it's like I, mean, I still walked. I still walked, but then in high school, yeah. it's like yeah, I want. I I would rather sleep sleep a little bit more. So I instead replaced the trip going to school with a minibus. But that's like four dollars per trip. So yeah, I wouldn't be gaining as much muscle. But well, at least I could sleep a little bit more. Plus, train frequencies, man, they suck. I hate them. <laughs> No matter how many times I just get the get the late slip, I don't know. Well, I don't. I don't even know what's the purpose of that because, well, you gave me the slip. Okay, fine. But uh, you know how I actually had to sign sign that, right? And it'll take me several extra minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, that just makes you even more late. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Stuff, man. Stuff happens like that. Oh well. So there you go. The calves are still somehow alright. So I don't know. Probably the thing that's missing right now is my breathing. My breathing sucks balls. I'm I sure may be my, able to talk for hours. <laughs> yeah. For now, I could still talk for hours on end, but that doesn't mean that I can do like hiking or exercising for hours because they're different. Talking, I'm just using my mouth and my lungs. Yeah. Uh, I'm using my dress and my body when I'm doing the other exercises, so yeah. That's a whole different level. So yeah, honestly, it is what it is. Someone please help me. I need to run, but it's too hot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess the only other option I could do is like do like a midnight jogging or something like that, but it has its risks, like I said. So, oh well, not to manage somehow. Or at least wait until like autumn when the weather gets colder again, and then I can try again. It's a pain. Big pain, it is. Oh, another thing that's a pain is mental health. No, oh, yeah. In a sense, it's also considered health because, well, it has the word health in it <laughs> it's just it's just it's not physical it's it's mentally yeah yeah i mean this is also another thing that we should really be concerned with because well i mean physical is one thing that also affects your mental health but i mean it's your brain that's working and if your brain is gonna feel a bit tampered because you don't feel well mentally then yeah it won't work just as well anyway so yeah there's that i mean mental illnesses is our thing so well yeah, I mean it's it's something to not really take lightly because yeah, you, you, you feel you feel helpless. You know, you have that you have that like voice in your head telling you like what should you do or just stuff like why am I like this? You know, yeah. It's yeah. Just, basically, basically like these these like dark thoughts they come creeping at you at any time of the day. It doesn't just have to be late at night. You can even have it even if you're with around people. You still have those thoughts 
and it's not like you can stop them or anything they'll just be there and it'll come out of nowhere yeah which is why therapy is a thing by the way so some cases you can treat it with therapy you can treat it with placebo but sometimes you know it's a bit difficult it's not just that easy you know because sometimes like cases like for example PTSD you know they probably saw something that was so brutal or so shocking back back then it's like perhaps you, I don't know you probably see the past uh, a loved one pass away or something really atrocious happened to you yeah. and you just so happen, so happen to live through that and well that's gonna leave a major scar in your heart and and trying to make terms with that you know and move on from that is a large hurdle it's a very massive hurdle that Oh yeah, for know. sure. Yeah, people won't really see properly, I guess, because it's in the met- mental area, right? You yeah. won't you won't be able to discern it properly because it's not something physical. It's only it's mostly stuck in your head, and you know, as the person that, that has those kind of problems, it's like it's hard for you to really tell how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, one option is obviously for counseling and all that, but counseling or therapy but I don't know those also cost a lot which is another problem it's like this is, yeah, sometimes not... <laughs> no, see, sometimes this you is, wanna mm-hmm. this is the thing this is the thing bro like what I wanna what, what I wanna actually like talk about is that it's uh, like so one thing about health right, right. In, order, in order to have good health you're meant to have money because without <laughs> money you can't have therapy nor can you have proper medication or, or, or better treatment or whatever. Like, this is, like, one aspect here. That's something not everyone's apparently able to actually get, you know, because of their um, financial status and, yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes people are just forced to really go through it. You know, you have to, have to endure it. And honestly, I think that would just make, uh, kind of like intensify their symptoms too. Yeah. There was this there was this online thing called BetterHelp, but we all know it's kind of messed up. So uh, yeah, let's not talk about that. But <laughs> I don't know. The thing that you need money to actually treat your men- mental health is kind of like detrimental. Money. I feel like these stuff should at least be partially supported by the government because well, oh for sure, yeah. If you're in a hard place, yeah, if you have like stuff like depression, it's like you feel numb. You're dumb. You don't know what to do. You're stuck. You're too scared. You're, you know, all this stuff. So anxiety and depression, PTSD, stuff like that makes you kind of like too reluctant to actually seek help. And another problem would probably be like your friends and family wouldn't even notice or they don't or just brush it off, something like that. So sometimes you're just forced to do it yourself and that really adds to to the toll of things. Yeah, for sure. So sometimes it's like we do have like statistics as to like how many people have anxiety, depression, PTSD or other mental illnesses. But at the same time, this may not, this would likely also not include the other people that weren't in the thing so they probably didn't get proper treatment so they weren't counted into the actual statistics so yeah perhaps you should really have a look at your close friends or family and see like if they're troubled they're anxious or they don't look energetic enough and you know lend them lend them a hand because yeah, these we- things are very difficult to fight alone that's for Just- sure just let them know that you're there for them and stuff, you know, like, just, um, yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like that's the very least uh, you could do as a friend or a family member. Because, well, these stuff are very difficult to fight alone because, well, because your opponent is technically yourself. Yeah. And to beat yourself, either you somehow manage to find inspiration somewhere and manage to better or overcome your own doubts and all that, mm-hmm. or you're going to need help from the outside. So, well, if you have friends, family, which normally you should have at least some, then try to ask them for help if you can. If you really aren't, you know, confident or that, then honestly, the only other option is counseling and therapy. But uh, yeah, as you said before, that costs money. So that's yeah, <clears throat> that's gonna cost money. It's no joke. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. unless you have you have a country that's like very good at health care, then well, perhaps that can be dealt with. But it's usually more towards like physical health care rather than mental health care. So I mean, it's quite unlikely that your government's probably gonna sponsor you in terms of mental health kind of treatment kind of thing, which is kind of depressing, really. You think about it because mental illnesses do, do heavily affect your will because a lack of will to do something out there is just like you kind of just lose motivation you kind of just close yourself out you know just close yourself into this small area where only you and your dark thoughts stay behind battling it out and honestly that's that's a losing battle really so there. Offer help if you can. You know, just a simple, simple. You're doing good there or something like that. Once in a yeah. while, once in a while, checking them out and stuff. Yeah, it's just that at least like you know maybe like give them hope or stuff and just like make them feel comfortable and just like them thinking that at least like there's somebody looking over the person and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, the small actions matter. Look at me. Yeah. Mental health is one barrier like that. Yeah. Overall, mental illness is just that. Take care of your, your people around you. You know, they perhaps need help. Just don't bother them like every single day unless they do ask for it. You know, oh, yeah. because because it would be the other side where it's like, yeah, um, you're annoying them a little bit too much. Stop it, stop it, man. They also need their space. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like if you can consent, try to find a time or a frequency that both sides can consent with. But if it's like uh, you're not hearing from another side for quite a while, then you do have to check up on them. If you can do it physically, do it. Because, well, you can at least tell from how they act, you know. Sometimes. Sometimes you can tell how they uh, how they, how they are feeling just by the way they act. But I don't know. That's going to take a little bit of reading, I guess. Body language reading. Which probably not everyone has. So that's one thing to consider right there. For sure, yeah. But yeah, overall health in general is just like you have exercise, activities basically, diets, and mental health. I mean, probably there are even more, I guess. There are even more out there. But I mean, so far, I think that's all we have, I think. Do you have anything you want to add? I mean, remember when when I talked about like how you need money not just only for mental health but like just in general to have better health you know because uh, yes. you, you, you would you would see how the how the rich are able to like get as much resources or like they're able to um be able to like pay up the medical bills and like they could just go to you know like private hospital hospitals or private clinics uh, and, yes, money. you know like not only that like they're able to like you know, pay for treatment pay for medicine then you look at like the um, the low income side where they're not able to actually like be afford able this to kind of stuff afford that yeah 
and so like something that's going to like basically push them back into like living a healthier life or like be able to experience like better treatment and stuff medically other than just money of course i also would like to say that place is also another factor of how a person's health would be you know right. like such as like some environmental factors for example the air quality or uh, the water quality right so yeah third world countries are definitely not gonna have good good of these stuff exactly yeah. yes yes so you know like if water ain't that fresh or like your air is not that fresh yeah you'd expect that like the like these areas people would like uh, suffer the most you know they'd suffer a lot more and would get more um health complications and whatnot yeah and i it's, mean <laughs> yeah it's just it's just the environment also is i guess part of the thing yeah uh, government policies also i mean in a sense singapore does it pretty good where it's like uh it's like part part the citizens themselves part government kind of thing but yeah. i mean singapore does it pretty well i mean in exchange for like a little bit weak, uh, much weaker in terms of, like the independence of free economy and all that but mm-hmm. i mean singapore in terms of singapore at least they do it pretty well relatively to most other places but i mean not, not many people are gonna do that it's just like you're gonna need money i mean i gotta understand the need for like costing a fortune because medical stuff are expensive and they are very time sensitive for example yeah if you need an organ transplant you should have to wait like several years you know just no, to that's... get that one organ that is true yes yes and uh yeah money man money and time it's just like medical industry is sometimes like that but i mean there are obviously also the dark sides like well the stuff in china but (laughs) if we say more about that we're probably gonna be out of here so if i if i speak i'll be in big trouble yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i mean we have china on the sensor to do that for us so um thanks for taking the bullet for us thank you but yeah um but yeah, the point here is that apparently money does most of the stuff for you, I guess. So yeah, I mean, policies policies should kind of like facilitate for at least base basic needs, I guess. So at least at least provide some relief because not everyone's gonna be rich enough to be like, oh yeah, I'm sick. I definitely can go to to the hospital and afford this kind of stuff to cure myself. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because you know it's kind of you know, one of those vicious cycles where it's like you don't have money, but you're sick. And if all if you're sick, you can't really work, so you don't have much money. So how are you gonna go to the doctor? So it's that <laughs> kind of loop. So it's yeah. that kind of loop there that kind of just makes things much very messed up and. When it comes to a point where it's like too late, oh wait, you're dead now. Um, you now have to deal with uh, your funeral and all that stuff. More money gone. And even funeral needs money. God damn. <laughs> so I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like it, there's two things you can't avoid in life: death and taxes. <laughs> God, so man. yeah, there you go, everyone. It's just like, I mean, you have to, you have to somehow convince your government to be like, okay. You gotta at least provide some basic healthcare for your citizens because otherwise, if they aren't healthy, they can't do work for you. They can't pr- contribute to your economy, and they'll just die, and the government's gonna suffer. So, 
I mean, free markets are a good thing, but at the same time, you should kind of have a compromise. Which is why, kind of like, why we do have these kind of like ideologies kind of struggles or what kind of economies kind of struggles we have yeah. in, in the world. Because, well, not one system to its absolute is the perfect solution. There needs to be some sort of compromise somewhere, some place. And uh, I don't know. Since like up until now, no one has, not one country has really found the perfect compromise here. So, oh well. There you go, everyone. That's the world for you. Basically, That's this world is atrocious, you know? Just absolutely atrocious. Nah, it's... I don't know. I probably, I probably lean towards the Nordic countries, honestly. But, I mean, that's relative. In terms of relativity, but oh well, it is what it is. I have to, have to start thinking like, what kind of countries should you be citizens of, just in case like something screws up in your country. Yeah. I don't know. My bets right now are on Nordic countries. Just saying. <laughs> it's cold enough. Uh, I think the standards are pretty decent, I guess, up there. And then, yeah. well, it's cold enough. Cold enough. I think the, I think, I think <laughs> the priority here is that I need to live on a relatively cold climate. So that I can actually be at my finest productivity levels. Because here it's just burning hot. Help burning me. Burning hot. And if I there... go further south to the Philippines or Indonesia, I think I'm gonna just pass out. Nah, so... nah, that's yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't even nah. <laughs> I think I think I could last like several months at post if I'm if I was being thrown on the Sahara, but I do have like some basic stuff, you know. But I mean I think any more than that, I'll be like, okay, I'm not gonna go back to the Saharas anymore. It's too hot. Stop it. Get me out of here. Up, I might end up being a skeleton then, bro. I don't even think I could last at all. <laughs> See, I, I think in terms of health, it's just like, yeah, there's that too. I mean, I guess there's one last thing we can talk about, and it's about uh, vaccination, I guess. Oh, yeah. Because so far, I've taken my first dose, right? And I'm due for my second dose, like, next Thursday. I mean, while I do have, like, the... I don't really have too many symptoms. The problem oh, yeah. with taking vaccines this early is such that... If you notice that, we have, like, variants now, right? We now have variants. And the thing about the vaccines is that... You aren't... These vaccines aren't necessarily equipped to help counter with variants. <laughs> so, meaning, technically, even if you do vaccinate, it's just, like... You wouldn't be able to deal with the variants, and therefore you'll get reinfected anyway. So, so the question is, that's kind of like the main what problem. What is the point? <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I get, I understand that vaccination does help decrease the kind of like the impact if you do get infected. But the main problem here is that when you have a ravaging variant that is basically quite different from the original thing. How are you gonna how are you gonna prevent that from good spreading out anyway? Because it's a different sub subspecies, and therefore the, the thing you vaccinated for it's kind of outdated. Basically useless. Hooray. Basically useless. <laughs> so unfortunately, this is with this kind of reasoning, places are still back in lockdown because they're like, oh wait, the thing is spreading again. This new variant is spreading again. Let's go ahead and uh, shut down our thing anyway. So what's the point of the initial vaccination if we have this variant running about? Yeah. I don't know, man. That's vaccinations for you, everyone. It can prevent you somehow, but I feel like that's only viable after, like, the uh, virus itself gets controlled. It's kind of like the smallpox and this stuff. It's like, 
uh, black fever or smallpox, stuff like that. That are basically global pandemics. Yeah. It's like you wait. Uh, you should wait until you've eradicated most of the virus, and then you make a vaccine. I feel like that. I feel like that's the optimal way to do it for me. That's what I think. Okay, <laughs> I'm not a professional, but that's my opinion. That's my opinion. <laughs> I need to state that this is my opinion. Okay. Uh, not Venti's, not uh, not from our channels. <laughs> Only mine. <laughs> Only mine. Okay. And I believe I do have a freedom of speech. Please, please tell me I still have freedom of speech and freedom out of speech because I'm not stating any medical facts. I'm stating opinions. <laughs> I'm stating opinions that are formulated based on past data. They are not true. Dear Lord, I don't know why I'm making these disclaimers, but I feel like I have to do it unless, you know, we could take it down, uh. blah de blah. We get this little note down here that says like, uh, the virus, view more about the details, go check out who.org. <laughs> <laughs> because that happens anyway, so yeah, this is, a, this is an opinion, an opinion, not a truth, opinion. We got out of the way. We got out, got out of the way. Okay. We're good, we're good. Good. Uh, <laughs> any last thing you want to say real quick? Mm, I think that's that. <laughs> I think. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it, I yeah. think. So yeah, there you go. Health. 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 So it's very important that you do take care of yourself, you know. Try to try to do whatever you can to keep yourself healthy, especially in these kind of t- times where it's like, you know, it's just easier to get depressed because of the you feel restricted and all that. Yeah. But yeah, you, you need to find a way to adapt to it. That's how we survived through all these years anyways, because we adapt to our environment somehow. That so, is true. That is true. Yeah. Life people, you gotta be healthy to actually do something, you know. <laughs> What's the point of changing the world if you're dead to begin with? So, I think that's it. Um, what do we have for the next episode? Hmm. Next episode would actually be about relationships. Relationships, yep. Mm. Okay, that's mm. interesting. <laughs> I mean, I feel, like, I feel like we can talk about it for quite a while, so we'll have to see if we're gonna split it into parts. We'll have to see in the episode first, though. Mm, for sure, so, yeah. yeah. Are there any last things you want to add? Because I don't, uh, I think I'm already good. <laughs> Okay then, so I guess that'll be it for today's episode of Instational Investigators. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, then be sure to leave a like on our video or listen to us in Spotify, iTunes, Podcast, uh, and all the lovely places that we are in. The links are in the description, so if you want to go ahead and check us out, go do that. Also, subscribe to our respective channels. So we have Venti Chip as well as XP Player 1337. So again, links, everything are in the description so go ahead have fun with that and uh yeah i think that's it i'm your detective basic player and i'm your detective venti and that's it for us and we'll see you guys next time bye bye bye